business is the fuel that drives America. Innovation, hard work, risk, and reward. It's what many call the American dream, and we're bringing the dream to you. It's the Business Beyond the Boardroom Show with your host, Mark Steckman. Speaking of convenient, I want to jump over to line one because Kylie Francis is here as she is each and every week since the beginning of this show, and she talks about everything that makes our lives more convenient in the world of social media. Good morning, Kylie. How are you? Good. How are you, Mark? You do make our lives more convenient by giving us all the latest trends on social media so that we know where to focus our time for not only ourselves, but our clients and everyone who's listening can get better results from social media. Um What's going on in the world right now that we need to know about? So you actually had the perfect preface for what I want to talk about today, which is the on-demand segment. You know, people don't have time to necessarily listen to everything live, including this Business Beyond the Boardroom radio show. But the best thing about it is that you repurpose it on the podcast platform. So today I'm going to talk about how Twitter and YouTube, this is new this week, they're now rolling out podcasting to expand the audio content focus and I want to talk about I want to analyze it and talk about what this essentially means for social media content going in the future because this kind of seems you know the opposite of the trend we're currently seeing which is short-form video which is long-form audio content it's literally the exact opposite so I'm going to talk about Twitter and YouTube and then I'm going to talk about what this means for social media and going forward with content creation so with Twitter, they just integrated podcasts, so their spaces tab. So they copied Clubhouse, which all these platforms that I don't even think YouTube created an audio version or audio rooms, but all these platforms started creating audio rooms. Twitter's version was spaces. Now they changed that to an audio tab because now they're integrating podcasts because the biggest problem with spaces was the discoverability of these spaces. You kind of had to go on when someone was live, like you were just discussing, but when the live ended, there was really no like search functionality with it. They're changing that now by integrating podcasts. So now the spaces will be integrated with these podcasts that people have previously recorded or recorded just for Twitter. So funny enough, these um, new podcasts and spaces are sectioned as stations. Have you heard that before, Mark? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like a TV station, you know? Oh, like boy. It's so funny because it one is. of the things I'm going to say later is like old is becoming new again. So Well, that's a good thing because I'm getting pretty old. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll be getting Twitter new. came up with this novel idea to name it, you know, stations. Like we've never heard of a radio station or a TV station before, right. but Twitter coined it. You heard her here first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. So what they are saying is 45% of people who use Twitter also listen to podcasts. So this, like I said, this is going to help spaces discovery and consideration if you're interested in starting spaces for new creators or new business owners because you're actually going to get that added boost of search functionality. Let's just say there's a popular, let's just say, hypothetically speaking, he can't, but if Joe Rogan started doing Twitter podcasts in the future and your podcast was similar to Joe Rogan's, and you hopped on this trend immediately, your podcast would be situated in the same search functionality as his. So this is why when you hear a trend on this show, you want to jump on it immediately because you get first dibs. So this is like the first dibs functionality of Twitter is the podcasting spaces section. So Let's go to YouTube. So that was Twitter. They just rolled it out, so it's very rudimentary. Like I said, this just came out this week. So this makes perfect sense for YouTube because, as we all know, with YouTube, 
people will record a video version of their podcast and they'll put the video part on YouTube, but they'll pull the audio and put that on Apple Podcasts, et cetera, because there was no podcasting functionality. Well, now everything's going under one roof and YouTube is creating, they're in the future, they're going to allow you to pull the RSS feed to put that into YouTube so you can start getting ads off of YouTube as well. So like I said, just came out, it might not be there yet for you, but stay tuned for that. And they're offering, like I said, ads and analytics for your podcast. So why this is great, it's another stream of revenue. It's another way to get your, you know, podcast or whatever out the door onto a new platform that's obviously been around longer than most of these other platforms have existed. So is there anything you want to say, Mark? I know, like, with Business Beyond the Boardroom Podcasting, when we first started, it was a radio show. And then you decided to put it on the podcasting because it was another way for people that couldn't catch it live would also be allowed to listen to the re- replays. And you also did it really well in like segmented segments. So like sure. our section is 15 minutes. You did it in 15 minute segments. So it's like, okay, you can't listen the whole hour, but I'll split it up for you so you can search for what you need to listen to. And then you can listen to that segment. Well, you back. know, you know the, the point in doing it that way, by the way, was uh, pure play podcasters like Joe Rogan, for example, who you can't hear anywhere other than on his podcast, well, their, their shows are 100% on the podcast, of course. In our case, uh, what we were doing is, is really more designed for the algorithm, the Google algorithm. So, you know, when uh, we break up the segment, sections of the show and create standalone podcast content for them, what that allows is now instead of having, you know, 52 shows, we've got 260 episodes of the podcast, let's say, or, or more in, in our case. But um, that allows us to have more algorithm reach. And so if you go on to uh, Google, just to prove my point right now, and you type in Mark Steckman uh, or uh, Mark Steckman podcast or anything like that, or Kylie Francis. As a matter of fact, Kylie, I just typed in your name because I was showing our in-studio guest, uh, Christina, who you were. I typed in Kylie Francis and radio came right up. <laughs> That was the first thing that wow. came up in the Google search, Kylie Francis Radio. And so, of course, it led to all kinds of thousands of other uh, search terms. But uh, anyway, yeah, I, audio is so powerful right now, and that's why everybody's trying their hand in it. Facebook tried it, obviously. You mentioned Clubhouse, and it'll be interesting to see where Twitter and YouTube go with this. The only one that really gives me any pause is, is YouTube because it's owned by Google. So we'll see where that goes. But what's interesting, Kylie? is Google used to have a podcast platform. It was Google Podcasts. Really? When we first launched this show, Google Podcasts was a part of our uh, distribution network. And, of course, they've since... Uh, I don't know that they've shuttered it. They probably have the content laying around somewhere on a mainframe, and it's probably tied to their main servers, but uh, Google Podcasts is, is not a thing, really, a- anymore. I think that's probably because they're, they're moving it all to, to YouTube. So one thing I love that you said about, you know, when you go to search for something, you do go to Google, whether we like it or not, that's really our first instinct. So what this means for YouTube and Twitter moving to podcasts, and and these are all my opinion, just through like my analysis and using social media, is that SEO is king, and so is long form content. And I said this to you earlier, Mark, is that And I've said this in previous shows, long form content really is the backbone to your business online. Because we can look at these gimmicky short form videos all they want, or even if you create a educational short form video, 
it's very highly unlikely that somebody is going to see that content based upon the type of search parameters that you use in order to get that out into the universe, where 99% of social media people are just plopping in five hashtags and then they're pushing it out and they're like, see, I never want to talk to you again type of thing. So the best thing about long-form content is that there's a lot more strategy and SEO backed into the back back and analytics that the majority of people can't even see but you as the creator of content. And where these um, types of content are placed on social media is on SEO-based platforms, which you've heard me talk about previously, Pinterest, YouTube, podcasting, and a website, blog, etc. So people will always need solutions to their problems. And they want entertainment while multitasking which makes sense for YouTube and Twitter to do podcasts because, like we said, while you can't catch everything live, that doesn't mean people don't want to listen to it. It's just like when you post out content and at first you only get three views, but you look back three years later and you have 30,000. It's because that content is still relevant to the users if you create evergreen-based content on these social media platforms. Mm. So that's one thing that I see. Number two is that we're also going to see everything, which I mean by products, on one platform. We are going to see YouTube have it all. They have shorts, podcasts, stories, reels, pictures, everything, because they have the database to do so. So another thing, too, is that not only, and I said this earlier in the episode, is what is old is new again. I'm seeing on social media, people want the pictures that Instagram used to have, so they're talking about Tumblr. They want or Pinterest is back on the rise again. People are like, we're not getting engagement on Instagram, but guess what? We're getting great engagement on Pinterest. You know, Twitter is back. I remember no one talked about Twitter for a good five years, and now everybody is back on Twitter. So don't, you know, get rid of, and it doesn't matter if you stop using, just don't get rid of those platforms where you built that audience because what is old is becoming new again. And we're seeing this with this long form content strategy because I believe, and I want to hear your opinions on this, Mark, that short-form video, while it is attention-grabbing, while it works now, I just don't see it being consistent in the future because it's already becoming consistent and people know how to hop on the trend, yeah. get that engagement, and then it's gone. But, like, where is the value in that content? There's, there's no value. No, there's, there's, there's no value. And it's, it's, it, it is a short-term trend. A long-form content will be around forever. It's algorithmically searched, searchable on all the platforms. And short-form short content is fun. It's a great way to, to, to grab engagement if you're a platform, like, like Twitter or like uh, which is micro content, but uh, Instagram and Facebook, they're all jumping on it, obviously, f- because of TikTok. But uh, short form, I don't think, has not the long term impact. It had a great sh- if, look. If you got on TikTok, TikTok a year or two ago, you're getting great results from it. I talked to an attorney yesterday, as a matter of fact, who's a real estate attorney, and she's getting uh, she's she's got 150,000 followers on her TikTok. And they're all over. All of her TikToks are, are two minutes or less talking about real estate topics, but she got involved in it, you know, a year and a half ago. And for anybody who's trying to get involved now, it's a little late to the party. Short form content's not the it's not the um, uh, bucket of gold that you might you might expect. We've got to wrap up, Kylie. You got? Do you have one more? Did, did I miss one one more point that needs to be brought up? Yeah, I just I guess one more point, and this is a great way to wrap it. Is that in my opinion, Google will always win in the end. So another 
um, point that came out is that, you know, Gen Z is using TikTok for search results. But at the end of the day, when people have a dire need, they want a solution to their problem, they want to listen to an expert, they're going to Google and they're typing in, how do I dot, 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 where can I dot, 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 who, what, one, where, why, answer the question. Whatever pops up in those results, you have to think about who YouTube is owned by Google, but we're seeing other social media results populate. But you have to just think about the customer journey when you're creating content. And at the end of the day, people want to go to a reputable source where they can read about their options. And they're not going to be doing that from a TikTok video. They can go to TikTok for fun and they can be led to your content from there. And I'm not, you know, saying TikTok's the worst or whatever. I think TikTok is awesome, just like the example you said with the real estate attorney. What I'm saying is, is that real estate attorney should then be taking people to longer form sources of content if she wants stable clients because the clients that are going to pay her are the ones that actually understand and see the content that she's actually saying and no they're more than likely going to be found on LinkedIn, YouTube, etc. Short short form is a great way to get the introduction. Long form is a great way to establish the relationship. Kylie, where can people find Perfectly you? Said. Yeah, right? I, I'm going to cut that. We're going to use that for uh, audio in the next commercial. Where can people find you, Kylie, if they want to follow you uh, off air and online? Yeah, you can find me on my website at kyliefrancis.com, and all my social media links are there. Well, that's a wrap of today's episode of the Business Beyond the Boardroom podcast, a feature of the Business Beyond the Boardroom live radio show. The full live radio show airs each and every Tuesday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time anywhere in the U.S. All you got to do is simply go to moneytalk1010.com and then click on that little listen live button. You can listen from anywhere, even on your phone. And if you're in the Tampa Bay region, you can listen live on the radio on Money Talk 1010 AM, 90 2.1 FM or 99.5 HD2. Now, I'd love to connect up with you on the socials as well. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And if you want better digital marketing results for your business, hop over to my website at marksteckman.com. I appreciate you listening. Make it a great day.